episode 385 of Good Luck High Five! That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. No matter where during this pandemic you are playing it, as long as it is six feet away from someone else. Hey everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, uh, we are going to talk a lot about M21 Core Set 2021 for Magic because the previews are out in full force. And even though it's a core set, there is some really sweet stuff hiding inside this core set. That's right. It's Corset Teferi, everybody. There's a lot of sweet stuff hiding inside this corset, just like when I wear a corset. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you said that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is corset Teferi. Yeah. Um, there's like a lot of Teferis in this set, not only like on the card and references to Teferi, but also the art mm -hmm. of Teferi. They've got a bunch so of So many Teferi arts. arts. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because Teferi exists across so many different timelines because he's traveled in time so many times. Yeah. Teferi's just everywhere. And um, yeah. a bunch of reprints in this set as well that are super powerful, impactful cards. So... Um, those will be shaking up standard, I hope, anyway, because we're also going to yep. mention how standard right now feels a little bit boring, even despite the commander yeah, rules change. Right. I mean, commander, the companion rules change. <laughs> there, there was also a commander rules change true. this past week. That's true. <laughs> which is why commander companion. Anyways, my it is warm in my apartment, everybody. My brain is like... It's like slugging through it. It's like a swamp in there, and I'm just, I'm just like pushing through the sludge as best I can. It's like 95 degrees today in Minneapolis, which you know yes. I feel like it should be illegal for it to be that hot in Minnesota. It doesn't make any sense. Hello, um, I have, and I have one baby little window unit that's trying to cool my whole apartment. It's chugging along the whole place. Exactly. <laughs> it's like really trying. Oh. Oh, That's no. all you can ask. That's all you can ask is that it really tries. It's trying. And your cat is yeah. lying on the floor in her summer position, she, I imagine. She is. She's really cute. Hold on. I have to take a photo of her. <laughs> I love how cats like have their positions for the winter and their positions for the summer. So my cat Lear is very fluffy and he will only on the porch. He will only sit under this one shaded area in the summer. He won't go anywhere else. He's like, yeah. no, this is my summer spot. This is one of her favorite summer spots. Oh, she looks really cute. If you're not watching the video this of this, everybody, you are so missing out cute. on some cute Molly missing action. Out. <laughs> She's so cute. She's so Anyways. Cute. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're actually going to start the episode this week. Uh, before we get into all that exciting stuff. Um, yes. Um, by by like giving you an update on like stuff that's going on here in Minneapolis. Um, because that's right. we've got like a bunch of exciting stuff we want to tell you about. And also like some more ways that you can help out and everything. Um, thank you for all the positive feedback we got on last week's episode. And for everybody who went out and donated to some of the great causes we listed in the show notes, big thumbs mm -hmm. up to you. If you are still looking for places to donate, uh, one of the best places right now is called Northside Funders Group. Uh, you can find them at northsidefunders.org. And so they are raising money to repair fire damage in North Minneapolis, which is um, a predominantly black neighborhood that has a lot of black owned businesses in it. And a lot of them were, especially in like the later days of last week, there weren't even any protests up there. They were like specifically targeted by arsonists um, 
businesses up there were. And they haven't gotten as much money as like the Lake Street Org, for instance. So if you're looking for somewhere to donate, it is a very good place. Yeah. Northsidefunders.org. We've got the link in the show notes to make it easy for you as well. And, you know, something that I think too can spur people to, don- to donate is if you have something particular that you are really interested in, you don't have to have this, but this this is kind of neat. You can always find a group that is suited to like your interest and something you want to help support. Like uh, if you're like, oh, I'm really into computer programming or I'm a nerd. So like, let's support black girls who code or whatever. You know, you can find yeah. an organization out there that a with your interests, which I think is really cool. Um, like that one, for instance, is excellent. Um, and, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm an artist, well, I'm going to support black artists. Or there's a bunch of people who are making murals on the buildings that have been boarded up here in Minneapolis, and they're just beautiful. And hopefully yeah. they'll be preserved after this and um, after they're taken down. But there's a bunch of groups who are collecting money to give to artists to make those murals, which is something that's like, near and dear to my heart. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to support that cause. That's another way that you can do that. Yeah. Last week, we also talked about a bunch of different anti-racist reading that you can do. And this is just a note to check. A lot of libraries right now are making the ebook and audiobook versions of some of those books available without a wait list. So instead of having to wait for months and months while you're waiting to get an ebook copy or an audiobook copy, uh, you can get it right now. So check and see if your library is doing that. Yes, that is awesome. I recently found a book that I'm just in love with uh, that I wanted to recommend to you. It's called Homie by Denez Smith, and it's poetry. And I've been recently thinking, oh, I need to get some more poetry books. I love poetry. And I heard this poem uh, called uh, My President read on NPR, and it was just in incredible. And I was like, I need to get this book immediately. Uh, what a fantastic poem and an, and an amazing book of poetry. So that's my that's my personal shout out uh, this week. So if you're into poetry, um, check that book out. Um, that's my rec. Nice. And in case you haven't seen, uh, the Minneapolis City Council has said that it's moving forward with resolutions to defund and abolish the Minneapolis Police Department. And I just wanted to give a shout out and say like, Hey, don't let that, like, if you are sharing that info or talking with people about it, never let that be the only headline because I feel like that lets all of those people come out of the woodwork and be like, well, what are you going to do if there's no cops to call? And it's not about, like, abolishing the police and then just being like, now there's nothing. (laughs) Um, It's abolishing the police and replacing it with, like, proven community safety measures and community programs um, that actually, like, support the root causes of a lot of the reasons why people call the police and are actually helpful to people. Um, you can also look up things that like they call it like a people's budget because it's about putting that money back into community programs as opposed to using all of it to fund the police. Um, so, yeah, when you're sharing those headlines, make sure you're like, hey, abolish the police. And like, it's not just like, oh, and then there's nothing. <laughs> it's like, no, we're going to support our community with that money instead um, and have things that like, yeah, actually like support people in crisis yeah. as opposed to. You know, using a solution that has historically not been a solution. I mean, right. That's what people talk about. They talk about losing the police as if we're losing something that is functional, uh, which is (laughs) not the case. Mm -hmm. Not the case. Uh, And even if you want to apply it to your own life, people have like people were asking on Twitter, like, what happened the times that you had to call the police in their life or that you did? And I was like, oh, let me think about this. Oh, yeah. Every single time it was completely worthless and could have been handled so much better by somebody who was more specialized and specifically trained to the area that I was calling about. Right. 
So yes, absolutely. Think about it's that too. So true. So I'm really proud to be living in uh, Minneapolis, at least making this change and this step forward, and to hopefully be the leader in the country on uh, on doing this and like making this a widespread reform. Um, yes, which is pretty cool. Quickly, before we get into the show, uh, we want to tell you to, if you haven't checked out the upkeep this week, check it out. It's got all the magic news you need in 10 minutes or less. Same place you find your podcast for Good Luck High Five. You can find the upkeep there. And if you like both of our, you know, offerings to you, you can help support us over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Big thank you to everybody who continues to support us and keep our show on the air coming out of your cat's mouth every single month. Um, Our Discord community has been an absolutely great place um, to be in these, you know, tough times and people going in there and just seeing people supporting each other sharing articles sharing information has been wonderful to see um and if you're a patron you get access to that so thank you so much for everybody who supports there and everybody who continues to or will in the future um and we got to thank card kingdom for being our sponsor they're an amazing amazing company and i was just checking out their website here they put out an open letter here that says they're donating and matching employee donations to the naacp legal defense fund um through card kingdom and mox boarding house which is just awesome and uh just another illustration of what a great place they are talk about corset 2021 that's right look first things first we need to acknowledge the elephant in the room which is that i was three for three (laughs) in a spooky fashion (laughs) on last week's predictions you were okay megan tell us what the predictions were and uh you i mean they were all right Yes. Um, one was that specifically the Wizards of the Coast stream that happened. Um, they said it was going to be on Thursday, but it ended up being on Friday because of the National Day of Mourning. But that it was specifically going to announce a dog, like a the change to dog from Hound, and it was going to have a dog lord. Yep. And like that happened. That came true. Um, that came true. That the Planeswalker was going to be from Amonkhet. <laughs> yep. That's true. Uh, and the, the, the new planeswalkers from Amonkhet and that the special protection would be protection from planeswalkers. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, pretty, I feel, you know, I feel, I feel spooky. I mean, like. I am, I am the spooky. You are the spooky, Megan. I feel. Yes. Like they, they're going to need to like keep their eye on you. I don't know how you got all these right. Know. <laughs> But seriously, I felt it in my bones. You just knew it. And uh, yeah, so like stay tuned here for every release of a new set because Megan is going to call it correctly um, 100% of the time from now on because you got a perfect score. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what I did not see coming was some of these reprints. Yes. Like there are some there are some uh, there are some all time bangers. That is from magic so history. True. So true. Just today, uh, set. I was talking about the fact that Massacre Worm is showing up in M21. Massacre, Massacre Worm. Worm. If you had asked me if the, uh, like, I don't think I would have named this card if you'd given me 50 to guess. No, no way. Like Maybe, maybe 50, I guess, but just like a classic. It's a classic, a classic in cube. I draft it all the time. I love drafting mm-hmm. mono black in cube. In case you don't know what this card is, it's three black, black, black for a six, five mythic. And when it enters the battlefield, creatures your opponents control get minus two, minus two until the end of turn. And whenever a creature and opponent control dies, that player loses two life. I love this card. Dang. Great. I love this worm. What can I say? <laughs> What can I say? I love this worm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like 
another reprint is right up your alley, Megan, in Solemn Simulacrum. Yes, obviously. Um, I love Solemn Simulacrum. Again, another one, like, such a good card, such a classic. And I, like, you just don't think that you're going to see classics like this reprinted in a core set sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, so for four mana, you get a 2-2 artifact creature golem. When Solemn Simulacrum enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic land card, put that card onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. When it dies, you may draw a card. I love it. And we have like a borderless uh, art version of it as well. Beautiful. It's, yeah, real good looking. Good looking stuff. A reprint that I personally hate is Ruined Halo, um, which is coming back. A card that's been destroying Boggles players since the beginning of time. White, white for an enchantment. As it enters the battlefield, choose a card name. You have protection from the chosen card name. (laughs) Wow. I have never worried about that card in my life but uh mm-hmm. i understand yeah i understand why yeah pretty tough uh, why you're mad about it and why you you would know about it <laughs> and grim tutor is coming back this is a classic oh yeah tell us tell us about it all right one black black for sorcery search your library for a card put that card into your hand then shuffle your library you lose three life this apparently has not been printed since 1999. Wow. And copies of it were like about 100 bucks, I want to say. Oh, holy so cow. Saying. Okay, well, that's great. Right? Yeah. Um, um, what else? For sure. What else you got here for reprints that you're excited about? Um, great question. I, Let's see. I've got um, this one I'm not personally I mean, excited about. It's Containment Priest, but <laughs> it exists, everybody. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, for me, it's Eugene the Spirit Dragon. That's the one I was fishing for. <laughs> I love Eugene. Uh, it's just like, and it's so, Eugene is so timeless that, like, I don't think of him as a reprint. Yeah. He's a spirit dragon. He is forever and always. <laughs> he, I don't think of him as you a can't, reprint. <laughs> you can't reprint something that's timeless. It's <laughs> a great point. That's a really good point. <laughs> um, But, yeah. And, like. I didn't, I was so surprised when it was like, oh, it's not only, like, they're not, there's not only a new Eugene, but it's like, it's specifically Eugene the Spirit Dragon. Yes. Um, original the OG. Eugene. Yeah. This is incredible oh. that this card is going to just be back in standard now. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited. Especially with all of the ways to ramp in standard currently. Not even talking about the yeah. fact that we also get Azusa Lost But Seeking reprinted in M20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also something that I would not have anticipated by a long shot. Yeah. Um, I love the new, I love like the borderless art version of this with the legendary card frame on it. It's so, so pretty. Yeah, I love the fact that these reprints are getting new art treatments um, in this set. Uh, You know, not only are they being reprinted, Mm -hmm. but they're beautiful. And if you're somebody that's like, oh, I have a special deck that I really like to put some time and energy into making beautiful. Well, here's ways for you to do it. Yeah. Um, The borderless Eugene has like the wing that comes across the front of like his wing comes across the front of the text box. It's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, speaking of repents, can I just say two words to you, Megan? Are you ready? Sure. Baneslayer yeah. Angel. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> this is a pretty great three white white for a five five iconic card here. Flying, first strike, yes. lifelink, protection from demons and from dragons. Oh, great. Beautiful. Really, really, really is. And like, 
of all the cards that they gave new art, I'm so glad that this isn't one of them because this original art on it is so gorgeous. Yeah, you can't beat it. You like, really I can't can. imagine be, ever being like, hey, you want to redo this art? And I'd be like, no. No. <laughs> no need. Simply no need. No. No, thank you. I'm good. Should we talk about the three cards that you got right? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Um, first up is, we'll talk about the protection ones. Okay. Spark Hunter Masticore. Uh, three mana, three, four. As an additional cost to cast the spell, discard a card. Okay. Protection from Planeswalkers. Uh, you can pay one. Spark Hunter Masticore deals one damage to target Planeswalker. Or three. Spark Hunter Masticore gains indestructible until end of turn. <laughs> what a what a mean looking little friend. This Masticore really hates Planeswalkers. It really hates Planeswalkers. Coming for you, little Teferi. Like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to munch. I'm, I'm going to crunch. The other thing I like about Masticores is I think this isn't the first one where you have to discard. Um, yeah. Which seems like a Masticore thing, which is kind of just a little neat aside about uh, that. Another Masticore thing. Like, oh, that's our deal. You have to discard when you play us. What's, uh, if you, like, what are what are Masticores things? <laughs> Oh, discarding. Discarding. Let's talk about this new Planeswalker, too. And we'll get into the um, the fact that each color, by the way, has a Planeswalker representing it here in M21. And white is the color of the new new Planeswalker, who is Basri Ket. And the card is Basri Devoted Paladin. I want to make sure this is like that, not the... um, that one's the one that you're looking okay. at is like the, the Planeswalker pack one. Deck one. Okay. Um, the one for just the core set is Basri just Basri Cat. Okay, there, there it is. All right, got it. Yeah. Uh, one white, white. So three mana. Nice. Um, for a three loyalty Planeswalker, you can plus one to put a plus one, plus one counter on up to one, on up to one target creature. It gains indestructible until end of turn. Minus two whenever one or more non-token creatures attack this turn, create that many 1-1 one, one white soldier creature tokens that are tapped and attacking. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, and minus six, you get an emblem with, at the beginning of combat on your turn, create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token, then put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control. I'm a big fan of this card. Uh, yeah. I would just like to say that I'm a big fan. I'd like it on the record that I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh, on the record. All right. And I would like to play it with Luminous Broodmoth, please. Um, because Luminous wow. Broodmoth does not care if your creatures are tokens. Um, wait. I guess it wait, doesn't what? matter. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Strike that, from the rule. Strike that from the rule book. <laughs> but uh, I think this card... Could make a splash. Yeah. Three mana planeswalkers notoriously um, find their way into standard. I'm trying to remember yeah. a three mana planeswalker that didn't. Hmm. I'm sure if we thought hard. I mean, if we're talking, as long as we're counting out War of the Spark. Yeah. There are plenty of three mana walkers yeah, that didn't from there. That's true. But yeah. Traditionally. Yeah, um, exactly. The one that comes to mind is like, the one that maybe made it in the least was the three mana Gideon that like made an emblem that you couldn't lose the game if you had a Gideon in play. Yeah, he was like a sideboard. That one walker. was like a yeah, that was like a corner case Gideon. <laughs> um, Gideon comma corner case. Corner case Gideon. 
Um, uh, but yeah, this yeah. definitely seems like they're trying to give a big boost to aggro and specifically white-based aggro decks. Yeah, I think that um, design has been feeling a little bit of pressure to make white a little less useless. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit of pressure and a little less useless. <laughs> and they're giving white card draw in the set, actually, which we'll get to in a second, which is kind of a big mm -hmm. deal. Um, because first, we got to talk about your third correct prediction, which was a dog lord, and we find it in Pack Leader. Oh, a little mustache dog. He has a beautiful mustache. He really does. He is just so cute. So this is one in a white for a 2-2 two -two creature dog. Other dogs you control get plus one, plus one. And whenever pack leader attacks, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn to dogs you control. Wow. That's really good. Dang. It is really good. It's just a little tutu pupper. <laughs> and this is the pupper that can be your pet on Arena, by the way, if you buy both the, the Mastery Pass and the uh, M21 pack. Um, of course. His name. I can't what's remember the, his name, but it's something very silly. What's the, pe what's the pet for the Mastery Pass? Do we know yet? Oh, good question. I don't actually. I don't remember. Anyways. I bought it the other day and I don't even remember. I'm a fraud. I told myself that I was only ever going to get the one so that I have one pet. But this dog, though, I don't know. This dog is very cute. This dog. Uh, dog deck. I'm here for it. And I'm a cat dog person. Deck. Dog deck. Um. Anyways. Yes. So, yeah, you know, I'm um, I'm excited for this set. You know, corsets. They can go a lot of different ways. Yep. Very true. Um, but I'm I'm excited to see what this one brings. I mean, they've gone a lot of different ways in the fact that as not only can they go in a lot of different ways, but they were like taken off the docket for a year there. Like Wizards yeah. is like, we're not going to print them anymore. And here they are back printing them again. And this one has a lot of bangers, as you said, in it. Not only in the reprints, yeah. um, but lots of cards in here that could find a, find their way into standard. I talked about white card draw. Um, and yeah. the card that, that is on in M21 is Mangara the Diplomat. It's a 2-4 yeah. for 3 and a white. Uh, it's mythic. Lifelink. Whenever an opponent attacks with creatures... If two or more of those creatures are attacking you and or a planeswalker, you control, draw a card. Whenever an opponent casts their second spell each turn, draw a card. So this is Control's Jeez. best friend here. Oof. Yeah. And Mark Rosewater uh -huh. talked about this. He said, you know, a long, he had a longstanding um, belief that white should not get card draw in the color pie. Just like, no, that's not white's thing. White has another thing. But recently, he has come around to the idea and said that card draw is so powerful that it should that I I believe it should not be just relegated to blue or whatever. And we should find other ways to make it still within flavor, yeah. but happening in the other colors, too. And like black, red and green have had card draw for ages now. Yeah, they have. It was really just poor, poor old white over there. And it's like, we just want to drink. Yes. <laughs> it just um. Megan, yeah, we also get to see Liliana Waker of the Dead. Oh, sure. Her new art is beautiful. It's really, really cool. Um, two black black for a four loyalty walker. Plus one, each player discards a card. Each opponent who can't loses three life. Uh, minus three, target creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn, where X is the number of cards in your graveyard. And minus seven, you get an emblem with at the beginning of combat on your turn, put target creature card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. It gains haste. Great. It's going in my Masker Worm deck. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to oh, pitch Masker Worm 
bring it back. <laughs> of course, as I'm looking at these, the Liliana on Scryfall, right next to it is what I can, without a doubt, tell you is <laughs> the most disgusting art and corset 2021. This is what I, I know you're say saying to, you. to me. I was like, Megan, they literally spoiled what I believe to be the cutest card and the grossest card within minutes of each other. And this was it is so disgusting. It is an all timer. I think like, it, is, it too. is maybe it is maybe the most disgusting card art of all time. <laughs> it is. I can't think of anything that has given me the kind of reaction that this has. Not even magnifying glass for magnifying me glass is like way up there. Yeah. This I think is above it. Wow! Um, it is. It is pure into the abyss, and it is a nightmare. <laughs> um, I mean, not in its card type. It is a sorcery, but it is like it. Oh, I, I like can't even describe it because the act of describing it would be too disgusting. <laughs> okay, here's my go. It is oh. a weird, gross, like. Mm. I don't know how to describe this person. Gross, goopy person who is gooping out from their mouth another gross, goopy copy of themselves. And from that mouth, it's gooping out another one. And not only from the mouth is it gooping, but the eyeballs. the eyes. But the eyes. It is... (laughs) I can't keep looking. I had to scroll away. I had to scroll away. It It is potentially... The most disgusting card of all time. By the way, way you might think that too, if it ends up being playable, even remotely playable in any format, because the effect is rather disgusting. For black, 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 target player draws cards equal to half the number of cards in their library and loses half their life round up each time. So, oh yeah, that was the draw half your library card that that we were talking about last week. Exactly. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) But let's let's get a palate cleanser here with what I believe will end up being the cutest card in the set, which is oh yeah, Rin and Sari inseparable. They're so cute. This is one of my favorite cards I think Wizards has ever printed. Um, one red, green, white for a four-four legendary creature, dog cat. Amazing. <laughs> Whenever you cast a dog spell, you make a one-one green cat creature token whenever you cast a cat spell you make a one one white dog creature token because they're best friends Aww. and then they attack because they have an activated ability which is naya tap Rin and sari inseparable deals damage to any target equal to the number of dogs you control and you gain life equal to the number of cats you control it's so cute i love this card i love that every time you cast a dog it gets a little cat friend i know Every time you cast a cat, it gets a little dog friend. I really it's like, oh, they, it can't be by itself. They've got to print some more dogs and cats to be in standard so we can make a dog cat deck in standard. A dog cat deck. I mean, you Absolutely. could definitely make this in commander, too. You can make a dog cat commander deck. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I, I love it. Yes, absolutely. Maria, you need a dog cat commander deck, <laughs> honestly. It's so good. Um, Sorry, everybody. I'm just losing it over that card. <laughs> It's so cute. It's so, so cute. Um, Maria, you don't feel like they're pandering to you? No. The cuteness? I don't, actually. I mean, they are, of course, <laughs> but I don't, like, feel it. <laughs> You've just decided that this time you don't feel pandered I to. I don't feel pandered to. Okay. I think maybe because the art's not, like, sometimes I feel that way because the art is, like, super extra mondo cartoony, you know? Yeah. And this art is, like, fairly realistic. It's, like, pretty realistic. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, we haven't talked much about the big guy that the set is... All about 
uh, which is Teferi, Master of Time. I'm saying I'm uh, seeing this on Scryfall with like ten different versions of his art because <laughs> he's like phasing through time and stuff. So you know, yeah. Um, speaking of phasing, it back. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even plan that segue. <laughs> yeah. Um. We. I know. Which I don't remember what what we guessed was going to be the old mechanic that's returning, but I don't think phasing ever would have been my answer. No, no way. Ever. No. Um, two blue blue uh, for three loyalty. Legendary Planeswalker Teferi, obviously. You may activate loyalty abilities of Teferi Master of Time on any player's turn anytime you could cast an instant. No, thank you. <laughs> Jeez. Although that seems like a little bit of a fixed, I don't know, it, what am I trying to say? I hated the I fact know. that Little Teferi kind of like did something that that blocked other players from doing what they wanted to do in the game um, yeah. in a way that was kind of unintuitive and you forgot about it or whatever. And this way, the yeah. onus is on is on who's ever yeah. playing Teferi to, to deal with it correctly. Uh, plus one, draw a card, then discard a card. Well, that means some card draw. Minus three, target creature you don't control phases out. Treat it and anything attached to it as though they didn't <laughs> exist until it's controller's next turn. Bizarre. One of my one of my favorite things. Uh, and minus ten, take two extra turns after this one. Okay. Well, you've got a way to go to get to ten on this <laughs> bad boy. It's true. <laughs> Although it's based like you can plus it on both your turn and their turn, but that is still five col not quite five but um oh let's you're see, seven. right hold on i didn't even realize so that seven collective turns between the two of you so three of your own turn four of their turn i was just thinking of it four like of your own turn three of theirs oh yeah you can activate it if you want on their turn I'm like duh then you get two activations yeah like because you can only activate it once per turn oh my god but if you can activate it on their turn, that means that you can activate it once on yours and once on theirs. I'm horrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrified. It's official. Oh, Maria is so upset. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm so scared. But yeah, phasing is back, everybody. Welcome. If you haven't ever played with phasing, it can be pretty confusing, which... Um, it's weird. It is very weird. Is you know, kind of a note to... I know that It's there, but it's not but there. But is it there? But isn't it there? It's not but is it? It's n not. <laughs> but it is. Yeah. So R&D had been like playing with the idea and they've been open about this of like, hey, we want to try increasing the complexity of sets and find out what happens. Um, and I think yeah. this might be part of that experiment. Yeah. Agree. Phasing for sure uh, adds complexity just in terms of like baseline understanding like, of what's going on. What happens with this card? But lucky you all, we will have Judge Rob on Yay! Uh, for a corset rules show in a couple of weeks. Uh, so we will get the lowdown on phasing. Yeah, we will. We'll try to phase into existence uh, for this show. <laughs> You're not. We'll try and phase your knowledge into existence. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh -oh. we'll make sure you don't phase out during the episode. <laughs> oh, we should stop. <laughs> Let me tell you about this card, which I believe to also be a planeswalker, even though it's not. Ready? Oh, okay. This is Elder Gargaroth. Elder Gargaroth. Three green green. Oh, yeah, yeah. For this mythic 6-6 six, six beast. That's right. Five mana for a 6-6. Six, six. Vigilance. Reach. 
trample. And that's not all. Whenever it attacks or blocks, choose one. You either get to make a 3-3 green beast creature token, you gain three life, or you draw a card. That is a planeswalker. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it does have three modes. It has three modes. You can just choose them at random, though. Yeah, so like... This card just reminds me of people like this card is just dumb. Like it's extremely powerful. Um, and like, it's extremely dumb, extremely dumb. And I think it's a planeswalker. And like Garrick is like, what the heck? I'm supposed to be the green walker in this set. No, I, yeah. The elder Gargaroth is like, no, it me. It me though. It me. It me. I can't really tell. Where's what is which part of this thing is it? What do you mean? I need to look. I'm trying to look closer at the art and figure out what's going on. Are those its tusks f out the front? Um, yes. Maybe? Yes. I'm it has two sure. sets of tusks, it seems. Yeah, it kind of looks know. like that. It looks like we're looking at it in a nature documentary. <laughs> And then the Elder Gargaroth trampled through the woods in a magnificent display in a mating dance. Yes. Yes. Precisely. Um, I love the, just while I'm looking through cards, I love the flame border on the bottom of uh, these Chandra cards. Ooh, they're great. Yeah. A plus, big fan. Yeah, each one of the Planeswalkers <laughs> has their own sort of special style, which I think is cool for their vertical design cards. Um that they have in the set, which means a planeswalker, they're uncommon and they're commons that relate to them in, in the story or whatever, um, which is pretty cool. Um, I wanted to briefly mention this one card that I was kind of excited about, which I don't know if it's just going to end up being nothing, but Indulging Patrician, I think the art of this card is one of um, my favorite arts that I've seen um, out of M21 so far. It's one mm -hmm. black white for a vampire noble, flying lifelink. It's a one four. At the beginning of your end step, if you gain three or more life this turn, each opponent loses three life. Um, and I just think this art is great. <laughs> it's like a beautiful like woman, vampire lady in a pink dress with a full red moon and a splay of bats behind her yeah. and she's holding this guy that she's obviously just snacked on <laughs> this this art is very good <laughs> i want to see the cosplay of this oh the cosplay of this will be fantastic props really, to really good. miranda meeks who is the artist here she tweeted it out i saw it the other day and i'm like yes i am here for this art yeah <laughs> it's very 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 good <laughs> uh, yeah so oh. like I don't know. M21 is looking really, really sweet so far. Super mm -hmm. powerful stuff happening. Um, <laughs> oh, there's also, a, by the way, like a kind of mini Doom Blade in the set in Eliminate, which is one in a black for an instant. Destroy charge creature planeswalker with CMC three or less. Yeah. Kind of a um, Doom Blade. Oh, yeah. This, we do have the Chandra. That's not the planeswalker deck oh, Chandra. Do we, do we have Chandra now? Uh-huh. So she's uh, three red red for a five loyalty. Plus one, discard your hand, then exile the top three cards of your library. Until end of turn, you may play cards exiled this way. Plus one, Chandra Heart of Fire deals two damage to any target. And minus nine, search your graveyard and library for any number of red instant and or sorcery cards. Exile them, then shuffle your library. You may cast them this turn. Add six red mana. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wow, Chandra, yeah. Heart of Fire, not messing around. Nope. I've got it. Um, 
This, Go ahead. I was just going to say this set seems really powerful for a corset, which is a little yep. unusual because that is a critique of corsets is that they're boring, that they're not powerful enough, that they don't impact standard. Well, I have a feeling that's not going to happen this time around. Yeah. Just saying. Ag- agreed. We'll see. I feel like we. it's always so hard for, to know during a corset. Like we've we've wondered that in the past and like sometimes it turns out to be true. It's like, oh, it is, you know, like you know, I think Origins is one that we go back to a bunch of being like, that was a very cool format. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes it's just like, oh, it is really cool. But like also like the play style, it like is pretty straightforward. Yeah, that's true. And always we always say a corset is a great place to get somebody who you've been like wanting to teach the game into the game because it's very straightforward. Generally, I mean, we've got phasing here. We've got protection in the set. Yeah. So like maybe... We're off for rockers this time, but um, generally it is more simple than say like Ikoria, which was like pretty ding ding complicated. Um, yeah, for sure. As like an entry point or a learning point for somebody that who wants to learn the game. Yeah, we have a preview I'm card. Excited, by the way, to, not one but two yeah. preview cards coming out on a Friday. So keep your That's eyes right. to our Twitter account at GLHF Magic when we'll be releasing those cards. Sick. Okay, human beings, we wanted to check in with Standard right now uh, briefly after the companion rules change that rocked the boat the other week. That's right. So there was a Red Bull untapped in Germany and Spain last weekend, and we saw a, we saw a lot of teamer reclamation in those top eights. Wow. Seven copies across the two top eights. Yep. That is a lot. And I think it was something that some people kind of saw coming. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this on our show last week, actually, um, or whenever we talked about it. Time has no meaning. Um, time has no meaning. <laughs> the fact that Team Rec lost nothing, you know, with these changes was pretty important. And mm-hmm. uh, here like, it is. Like a big, it was already good. Yep. And then you just kind of like mopped up all of the stuff that was around it. <laughs> You left the big pile of dirt on the floor. How could you, Watsy? How could you? Like, not the teamer wreck is a big pile of dirt. Isn't it, though? (laughs) Isn't it, though? (laughs) Yeah, teamer wreck won both of these tournaments, by the Mm -hmm. way, which are feeding a big finals later this year. Um, And like you said, seven copies. Um, The other kind of dominating deck across these top eights was Junt Sacrifice, which yeah, it's back. Is back and maybe better than ever. I don't know. There was yeah. a total of five copies of Joan Sacrifice across these two top eights. Um, yep, that is quite a few. I hate this deck. And I'm there. I said it. <laughs> you know what? It feels good. It feels good to finally say it. <laughs> yeah, say. tell us how you feel. Um, the amount of clicking and little damage done by the stupid cat oven combo. I, I, I wish it was it gone forever. It is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I hate it it's far more than Team Reclamation, damage. actually. So, <laughs> for people keeping track, um, the other decks in this top in these top eight were Azorius Control featuring Yorion. They're still playing it, of course. Gruel Aggro, yeah. which is nice to see, um, Bor- and Boros Cycling. Um, yeah, those are the Boros things. Cycling still out there, being like, we can do it. Yeah, uh, our Luris is wor- way wor- way worse now, but not worse enough, I guess. <laughs> Luris is our way worse. <laughs> 
Earth says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. It's it. so warm in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but like the positive news here is if this is depressing to you, know that these players had very little chance to think about the format before they play these tournaments after that the change. That is true. It was like a, you know, it was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround. And Two, like we've got coming up this weekend and next weekend, the regional players tours, which is what I think if there is going to be innovation where we will see it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, at worst comes to worst, we have uh, we have the new corset coming out. We have rotation just a couple of weeks away. Yeah. And, you know, people said don't expect big changes with these companion um, with this companion rules change. And that's entirely what we're seeing now. It's basically just kind of killed a couple of decks. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Monored. Monored was also these top eight. One oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like you're not going to see big sweeping changes, new archetypes sweeping their way on in. Instead, we're just going to see decks that didn't get affected, like team or reclamation, like Jun Sacrifice, move up to the top mm-hmm. and push down it's some cool. of the other archetypes pointing out kind of the format of like six months ago yeah that that is a good point yeah um so you know without fires i guess fires yeah, was fires a big part are. of the format six months ago <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but yeah if you want to check out what's going to be happening in standard this weekend is mm-hmm. a good place to check it out there's going to be the regional players tours happening saturday and sunday all day long on twitch.tv slash magic as the players battle it out there for a spot in the players tour finals which will be coming up yeah in a couple of months um this weekend that's happening and next weekend round the clock coverage basically on those days uh which is neat to see and i am crossing my little phalanges over here for something exciting same same what do you think is going to take it all down team of reclamation <laughs> i was about to say the same i was like what's going to take it all down team the answer is just team of reclamation okay right well yeah yeah I mean, maybe mono yeah. red will but i mean i but, but i'm actually shocked that there's not more mono red in these top eights if i'm being real I mean, with you the thing is, is that like team or rec like across three matches is just able to shore up whatever it has difficulty with yeah that's true that's true it just has it feels like you know it's got a lot of tools at its disposal it's interesting because a lot of people were like okay so we're not going to play obosh and mono red anymore whatever we'll yeah. just go back to playing Embercleave. you know that's the way we did it that's the way my grandfather used to do it uh <laughs> for centuries uh-huh. it was uh-huh. good enough for him um uh-huh. and um my- <laughs> Ember Cleave's good enough for my grandfather it's good <laughs> enough for me and i think what's interesting to me here is like seeing it not have the performance this past weekend at least it's kind of like maybe people really underrated having your quote-unquote Embercleave or your poor brand quote-unquote i'm using quotes because i mean obosh in your opening hand yeah. was way more beneficial than people gave it credit for yeah it's true it was i mean like it's very good you know what I'm saying? And like you yeah. can you put you couldn't play the cleave in the Obosh decks and now you can and like they're like, Oh, we miss oh. you. We miss you, Obosh. Come back. Obosh. Obosh, come back. Come back, baby, 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 Obosh. come back. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried playing some mono black just to be like, is this still gonna be a thing? And the answer is no. But Megan, we're gonna get massacre worm. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a different kind of mono black, and I'm in for that. I mean, seriously, can you imagine like Massacre Worm with Grey Merchant of Asphodel and Liliana? And I don't have it? to imagine it. I'm going to make it happen. That would be so cool. I'm going to live my life like that. It's going to be so cool. Do you think they're going to print enough dogs? How many dogs are legal and standard right now? And cats? 
Um, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of dogs and cats already in here, right? We have Basri's Acolyte. Um, let's see. Everyone, Scryfall's okay. great, okay? If you're not using Scryfall, exactly. Um, reevaluate re your life. <laughs> Chandra's Magmut. Oh, that's Bolt cute. Hound. Let's see. Um, there's this, the dog that we don't know the name for yet, but it's the one mana one, one that you can sacrifice to give something indestructible. Um, you know, so there might be like, there's going to be cats and dogs in this set. I'm seeing, you never I'm, know. I'm searching how many cats we have in standard right now, which is 35. By Dang, the way, that's like way more than I would have guessed. What yeah, about dogs? Don't forget that Vadrock Apex, Apex of Thunder is a cat. That one mutate. Oh, wow. That's right. Jeskai so cat. many random things were cats mm -hmm. in um, Aquaria. Okay. Let's see how many. All right. So let's see if dog will work. I might have to use hound actually. I was separating them out. I could search them both at the same time. But here we go. Hound, which I don't think we're going to have that many. But maybe I'll be wrong. Yeah. Six cards are legal and standard mm. with hound right now. Well, maybe there will be enough though. Maybe there will be a Maybe. Uh, who remembers Banehound? Not me. <laughs> Do you remember Bane this card? Hound. One mana, one black mana, one, one haste and lifelink. Oh my gosh, you got it. Really? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> That's exactly it. Banehound, Kurnos, Hound of Athreos. That's the only one I really remembered. Mowu, Loyal Companion, Pack Mastiff, oh. Resolute Mowu. Watchdog, and Underworld Ragehound. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Lots of graveyard dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cat dog deck, you know, we've got yeah. our eyes on you. And if you're going to put gonna... that card in your stinking set, make it so you can play the stinking deck. <laughs> or else. Or, or else. <laughs> or else. <laughs> that's this episode of good luck high five thank you so much for hanging out with us for another week we miss you in between the weeks so it's great to be be here with you again even though we're yeah. in the past and you're in the future wow wow we're just like that movie the lake house <laughs> wow i never thought i'd have to think about the lake house ever again in my life but i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's the one right where they're like at the same house yes, at different and they're getting times, mail yep mm -hmm. but they send letters to each other yeah okay <laughs> great 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 uh anyways yeah there so you thank go. you for being our lake house <laughs> thank you for being <laughs> uh remember you can always become a patron over on patreon.com slash glhf magic thank you so 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 much it means the world to us everybody who does and support our sponsor over on cardkingdom.com slash glhf magic and we've got a special deal for you here too that's right um we've talked a lot during the last couple of shows about like what you can do and we've also thought about a lot about what we can do um and we realized like we've been talking for a little while about putting together a webinar to help people who want to learn how to pop podcast, um, like some resources, you know, that you can download and then like a webinar where we can explicitly go over stuff. Yeah. Um, and so for right now, we would like to say that um, if you are a black, indigenous or person of color creator who is interested in podcasting, it does not have to be about magic. It can be literally on any topic in the world um, that you have 
been thinking about or wanting to start a podcast about, uh, please send us a message. You can tweet at us. You can message us on Facebook. You can send us an email. Um, and we're going to provide you with those resources for free and then also schedule some time where we can talk with you about any questions that you might have about podcasting. Um, we want to lower the barrier of entry to podcasting um, so that we can get uh, more diverse voices out there. And, uh, you know, we feel like it's our responsibility, knowing a lot about it, um, to make sure that we're doing something to share that knowledge with our community. Absolutely. I think podcasting is such an enormously awesome medium and I'm so happy it exists. And the more people we can get in here, uh, the better and especially more diverse voices. So send us an email yeah. um, over at glhfmagic at gmail.com and let us know a little bit about your story, what you're hoping to learn. And we will get back to you um, if that's the form of communication you want to know. And yeah. Uh, like yeah. we said, we can help you out with like literally just like logistics of like, hey, how do you do it? Like what equipment do you need? What's the equipment that you can just get by with if yep. you are able to spend anything on it? Like where are you going to host it and post it? Um, host it and post it. Post it and post um, it. How can you like structure whatever the content is that you're making um, to make it, you know, interesting? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So We've let us know. For we want to help you. So like, let's not like yeah. let whatever we've accumulated here like go to waste like we want to help people so yeah let us know and if you know even of somebody who might want to use yes. this resource tell them obviously we know mostly people in magic who are going to hear this message but if you know people again like we said in in any field uh if they you know want to make it about you know medicine <laughs> We can't help them with the topic, but we can help them uh, We're not figure a out how to podcast. make a podcast. We, we are, are not, not a medical, medical podcast. <laughs> we have said it time and time again, but do you know what? If you want to make a medical podcast, <laughs> we will we'd help be happy you. To help. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening again, everybody, this week. Stay safe out there. And you know what? Do what you can to make, leave your campsite a little cleaner than you found it. <laughs> That's right. Bye.